whatever it takes I know I can make it through A Degrassi Podcast With Kelsey and Holland too I know I can make it through Welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we're talking about season 14, episode 16, Walking in My Shoes. And Kelsey, will you please read us the Degrassi wiki summary? Ah, the entire school hates Zoe after her wild fundraising plans went awry. That is (laughs) to really just downplay Degrassi news. Okay. Mm -hmm. To get them back on her side, she naturally hatches another risky plan. She works lunch duty at the school where she has to serve peers who are angry with her. Okay. <laughs> I was waiting for I feel for like th- those two sentences should have been flopped. Yeah, I was really waiting for that to go somewhere else. Uh, all right. Imogen thought she was okay with Jack not being out to her parents, but she failed to realize the number of ways it could affect their relationship. Frankie's grades begin to slip, and she gets caught cheating in school. She must decide between doing the right thing or saving face with her parents. What? I feel like her parents didn't play any factor into anything. I mean, she right? did, well, it was like a concern that she brought up a lot that her parents were going to be pissed and that there's like trouble at home and gotcha. et cetera, et cetera. I don't really remember. I don't know. I watched it this afternoon. Yeah. You always watch it like more recently than I, ha- I mean, I watched it last night, but like at this point, like for my sanity, I think my brain just does not hold on to yeah. these episodes anymore <laughs> yeah. because there have been so many and so many I'm, it's it's just like hold on to like seasons one through seven ish maybe mm-hmm. like one through five if we're being completely honest mm-hmm. and then like everything else is just gobbledygook go look at your notes I don't know mm. um pretty much yeah <laughs> but what like sure sure um, the episode is called Walking in My Shoes, which is a 1993 Depeche Mode song. It's a very meh Depeche Mode song. I listened to some of it, and it wasn't, like, one of, like, the recognizable ones. Depeche Mode should not be, be making music after 1989. Yeah, 1993 Depeche Mode, I, I think I it's, like, it. trying to sound kind of grungy, but it's also, like, Depeche, Depeche Mode. Mode, why are you still here? <laughs> exactly. It's like, you've had enough. You can go home. I'm pretty sure when my parents were on their honeymoon in Europe in 1990, they had rented a car to just drive across Europe, and they all they had was, like, this weird, like, European radio to listen to, and they found this old, like, they found a couple of tapes at some, like, gas station they stopped at, and one of them was, like, a Depeche Mode tape. So I think they are, like, completely sick of Depeche Mode forever now. (laughs) Makes sense. Um... But anyway, walking in my shoes. What does this have to do with the episode? It's like, oh, walk a mile in my shoes type of chip on my shoulder thing. I don't know. This don't is a know. very vague title. It does not work for any of them. Not I don't really. think. Like, I don't even think I can stretch it. I don't know if I can either. Maybe it's like Zoe has to, like, walk in the shoes of a lunch lady. <laughs> I don't know. I no idea. Yeah. What does walking in my shoes even mean? I don't know. What do the lyrics of the Depeche Mode say? Um, These are dark. You'll stumble in my footsteps. Keep the same appointments I kept. If you try walking. It's like if you were to walk a mile in my shoes, this okay. is what it would be like. Okay. I mean, I guess it's like, it's always got to walk a mile in the lunch lady shoes to like show like remorse or whatever for her wrongdoings so she gets a more lenient sentence i have no idea maybe that is the tie but it's an extremely vague title it's not great um but anyway the episode starts with zoe getting ready for her preliminary hearing about child pornography and her this is when her lawyer is like hey you need to do at least 100 hours of community service just to like get on the good side of the judge so they don't sentence you to like five years in juvie which it's clear from zoe's face that this is the first time she's even acknowledged the fact that she could go to juvie Juvie. i have to say as a 27 year old person like for some reason i completely forgot about the existence of juvenile (laughs) detention centers 
Um, I have not. <laughs> but I also never knew anyone who ever went to juvie. So I don't know. I was in a bubble. Um, but yeah, that's kind of like she kind of got scared straight a little bit ish. Not really. She tried the lady tried to scare her straight. Like, you could go to juvie for five years. Because she's like, I can't go to jail. And she's like, uh, you kind of can. <laughs> I mean, I also I feel like juvie is such like this like mythical idea to yeah. a lot of people. I mean, like even like with like the degenerates that I was friends with, I don't remember that anyone actually went to juvie. Like, I, like people I would go. I don't know how much of like a intimidating threat it was no i'm but like people would be like sent to like you know like full-time like rehab programs or yeah. like detention center kind of things but i don't know if they were necessarily juvie or in one case i have a friend whose parents told her that they were going on vacation and dropped her off at boarding school oh yikes yeah that's some bougie punishment right <laughs> Um, it, wa- it, it wasn't fancy boarding school. Gotcha. <laughs> it was boarding school for troubled girls. Mm, wow. I think it was in the South somewhere. Gotcha. Yeah, that doesn't sound fun. No. Um, but I feel like, in I'm pretty sure, though, in, like, if we want to talk about our prison industrial complex. Mm. <laughs> juvie, I know in some, like, more densely populated areas, juvie is kind, can kind of be a gateway into, like, People spending their lives in and out of prison and in that whole world. And it, it's like a slippery slope. And I don't know. Yep. Um, anyway. <laughs> she now has to work in the cafeteria like Spinner did. And I, my first question was, is Sheila still here? And we did not see her. So that's I a guess not. real damn shame. <laughs> Forgot about Sheila. I know. But yeah, I also I'm surprised wrote. I remembered her name. It's because it was in the first five seasons. <laughs> exactly. I also wrote very Spinner. Yeah. Good to see that their methods of uh, punishment. Have and then not I was changed. like, can he come back and like counsel her about working in the cafeteria? He came back and interviewed Eli. It's true. But that didn't happen. That was a real yet bummer. didn't happen yet she's still in that cafe she's got, got a, like she's got a hundred hours to serve and there's seemingly <laughs> endless time left in this season because i feel like we are stuck in amber right now what day is it <laughs> truly no idea every episode they say we only have a few weeks left until the end of the year we only have a few weeks left it's been a few weeks left this entire season and i'm so confused i am it's honestly i try not to think too hard about it because it's stressful to me i was talking about the show with allegra earlier to i think we were talking about on the way to work today and i was like i was talking about how confusing the timeline is and how like the vagueness of the timeline has contributed to like the kind of the slog that watching these episodes is it's not even really a slog because they're 20 minute episodes they're like fine but they're just kind of like meh what's nothing really is happening and i think it's because of like the stasis that we are in because they're like so scared to get rid of the people that we've had for a long time yeah but i mean we'll still keep a lot of them we have a lot of underclassmen right now yeah Um, and i like the underclassmen better than the seniors yeah i'm ready for the seniors to leave the seniors haven't even really done that much in this like second half of the season um but anyway like i genuinely like everyone that's lower classmen in this like, yeah all of too. them are great i'm ready for them to like shine yeah. i don't need claire or eli or drew or Allie. i genuinely forgot Dallas. about drew i forgot about him until he pops up for like five seconds in this episode Oh, to be shitty to becky yeah i'll miss becky Oh, is Becky's a senior, isn't she? I guess the only, I think the only senior I will miss a little bit is Imogen. Yeah. Just because she's delightful, usually. I'll miss Imogen and I'll miss Becky. Yeah, Becky. It's not bad. I'll miss Dallas, I guess, but he truly, he has not done a lot this season. No. Um, That's kind of it. Everyone else, I'm like ready for them to move on. <laughs> Where are Jenna and Connor? We have barely seen them. We've seen them maybe twice this entire season. I would miss them, but I've already had to, like, I feel like I've already let them go because they have not been here. Truly. And that's kind of how I feel about Allie and Dallas. Exactly. Because I like Allie and Dallas, but they've been so not around this entire season that I'm like, two seconds in this episode, too. I feel like all of the seniors 
lately we've only been seeing like very quick glimpses of in, at least in the second half of this season yeah because all of the storylines have been more underclassmen which is fine but it's also just like but then like here and there we'll have like seniors yeah Imogen's the only one who's really had a lot to do lately yeah but then it like leads to reason like why the fuck are we holding on to them for so long yeah, if you're not even gonna it. put them in the show yeah and oh yeah when I was talking to Allegra I like truly forgot I'm like wait why is Eli like why didn't Eli go back to school yet and I'm like oh it's because he just came home for summer vacation because we are still like in this weird timeline I truly forgot like what his but also is he going back to school no idea we haven't we barely like caught up with them they had that like birthing class and they got back together and And then it was like probably fucked oh yeah probably (laughs) with all their clothes on maybe no it's unclear still unclear (laughs) unclear um i don't know they had to like do it real quick and like you know (laughs) yeah 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 Anyway, Frankie got a C on her math test, and she's, like, spiraling out of control because she's at rehearsal all the time, but she doesn't have time to study, and it's stressful. Oh, also, I was talking to Allegra. Why the fuck would they put on a school musical in, like, the last two weeks of school or whatever? I don't know. At this point, pretty much every extracurricular would be over because everyone would have to be focusing on, like, finals and shit. And graduation. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense. Mm-mm. Um, and then... Do we know where any of the seniors are going to college other than Connor and we know Allie's choices? Allie, did Allie confer? She's like may, probably going to Oxford and or Cambridge. I can't remember which one she got into. I think it was Cambridge. Um, she's like probably going to Cambridge. Where's Connor going? We found MIT. Is he going to MIT? Or maybe he's going to Caltech. Maybe Caltech because MIT was what Allie was going to do last yeah. season. I feel like they were maybe do like the same Stanford thing. or something. No idea. I think it might have been Caltech. I think those are the oh and Claire was like probably gonna go to Columbia but now she's not um, she's gonna do community college for six months yeah which honestly no shame in that game save yourself a shit ton of money but I guess they haven't really they haven't totally done the thing there aren't that many seniors left so it's like we don't but we don't know where Becky what Becky's doing we don't know what Imogen is doing. Didn't she get into like a design school or art school or something? Did she? I think she did. Don't remember at all. I'm pretty sure she got into one that was that I didn't. I just remembered one, but it was in right now that this is Imogen's like second senior year. Oh yeah, because <laughs> she failed last year and had to stay. Oh my god. Also, is that how that works? Because I have had friends that like failed. Out of I feel like she'd certain... just have to do a summer school thing. Yeah, that's like my friend failed senior year, had to do a summer school thing, officially graduated at the end of summer school. Yeah, like didn't like... have to do a full year all over I again. I don't know. Maybe Imogen like really fucked up. Maybe. I don't know. But actually, it was it was kind of sweet. So when she like was done with summer school, she came over to my house and my mom took pictures of her in my cap and gown. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. But then we're with Imogen, who is avoiding Jack. And Jack's like, you can't avoid me forever. And then Imogen says, watch me. I'm very goal-oriented. I loved that. I thought that was so fucking funny. (laughs) And she's upset, not because Jack is not out, but because she didn't tell her about it, which I think is fair. Um, Because I think, like, someone who is not out, that's, like, a big – I think that would be a big factor in your relationship and how you go about things. And I also have a lot of questions about, like, like how are we retconning this? Because Jack's like, we're taking pictures and they can go on face range. Like, he talks about that later. And I'm like, how have they not, like, taken couple photos up until this point? They've been dating for so long. But also, like, if you are – I mean – if your caption isn't like flirty or whatever, so. and it's just like two of you to get like, I have so many like couple photos that are that are just like could just be like me and my bro like chilling. <laughs> I guess that's true, but you know? I don't know. Um, the image, I don't know. But anyway, um, 
but Jack does not want to come out to her parents because she thinks it will ruin their image of her and she's not ready, basically, is, Which is the long fair. and short of it. It's hard. She doesn't have to she until does she's not. ready. She does not. Um, it's it's hard, especially when you're that young. Yeah. Espe- like, you know, although I will say it's very impressive. Like, I think it's very brave of her to come out, like, publicly, even if it's not to her family in high school. Like, yeah. that, that to me is was, like, way scarier than my parents. But also so many also, people have different relationships with their parents. Yeah, people have different relationships. And also I feel like we, when we were in high school, it was a lot different. Yeah, that's than, true. Than, like, 20. What is this now? Like, don't remember what year this is even supposed to be. Like, it's probably 2014, 2015. But I know when we were in high school, at least in my town, I think it was probably similar. It was like nobody really came out in high school and nope. everyone just waited until college because yep. it was just like people would have been bullied and yeah. it, would, it just like was not worth it. It was not worth it at all. I'm trying to remember and I don't, I can't think of anyone that I graduated high school with. Like, in my year. Like, who is out in high school? Who's out now? Really? Yeah. I I'm also, sure there are people. I'm sure there are several, and I just, like, don't know anyone from my high school. Yeah. But I'm, like, <laughs> but I'm like except for, like, my friends who, like, like, my, like, circle of people or whatever. But, like, yeah, like, broad strokes. Like, even now, like, on Facebook or whatever, I'm like, huh. It's weird. I'm sure there are some people. <laughs> I'm sure there are many. <laughs> But definitely no one came out in high school. No, not not in my town anyway. And it's not even like it was like like a ripe time for homophobia. But like there was, you know. It was just different. It was, yeah. If, I think that, that was still back when people said like, oh, that's gay. And like It was when like we that. had Hillary Duff in that commercial telling us that gay is not an insult. Yeah. 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 And like commercial. just, yeah, especially. Yeah, it was. Mm, yeah. what It was not a good time for that. It really wasn't. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I also grew up in a kind of religious, like, annoying, like, born-again. Like, we had, like, that super, like, mega church type of vibe. Yikes. Uh, with, like, the Mufford and Jesus, like, concert experience. Um, and living in California, that's also 2008, like, in the middle of my high school was when Prop 8 was a big thing. Oh, it was just, like, mm, yeah, I it was not a good... It was, an, it was like, an uncomfortable bubble to live in if you were even a little bit gay. <laughs> I believe that. Yeah, where I grew up was very Republican, so that makes yeah. sense. Also, I just remembered, like, three people who've come out since high school, so I'm stupid. <laughs> um, But anyway... I didn't remember that we had a winter dance, all right? Like... <laughs> Yeah, I was like, they're probably where you just, like, had blinders on, probably. For all of high school. Um, but anyway. Oh, fashion. Oh, Can fashion we do fashion? Yeah. Is your first note about Zoe's hairnet? No, my <laughs> first note. Gloss? My first note is about Imogen's cherry earrings. Oh, don't remember them. I did not take a lot of fashion notes. I feel like Zoe rocks a lot of blazers in this episode. She does. She's very business casual. It's very like, I'm trying to look good for the court. Pretty much. <laughs> um, Becky's wearing this like button up shirt that has these little like wildlife drawings on them. It's like graphic and cute. Imogen does her hair like Jack at one point. And pulls it off. Yeah. Oh, uh, Jack is wearing this like sheer long sleeve shirt with a black collar. I have no comment on that other than I own that shirt. <laughs> and I don't have any other notes. That's I it. had like three. Um, but yeah, Zoe's working in the cafeteria now. And I guess Miles works there too. Didn't know that happened, but it's because of fire things. So that makes sense. And then Zoe starts to serve food and everyone starts to just like lash out at her. Like Hunter's like, it's because of you that we don't have phones. And then Zig and Meyer are being really mean to her. Yeah. Like especially so. Also, we had some comments on one of our previous episodes about how I think a mini called Champagne Supernova had a lot of things that like provide context for some things. And maybe this provided some context because apparently in this mini is when we found out when Miles's dad won the election. Oh, okay. So maybe this will also like let us know why Zig and Maya are like back on the we hate Zoe with a fiery passion train because I feel like they weren't 
totally like this. No, this seems unwarranted because Zig, th- yeah, Zig and Zoe were like starting to like hang. Yeah. And Zig and uh, not Zig and Maya and Zoe like Maya said that Zoe was like her only female friend. So what like two episodes ago last episode. Yeah. So what the fuck happened? Don't truly do not know. Um, maybe in this mini, that answer can be found. We're probably not going to watch it anytime soon. We'll just be in the dark. It's fine. Um, but like if people, other people didn't watch the minis, how would they know? I don't know. Um, then Zoe gets like sprayed with food because of some kind of ricochet. Um, Zoinks. Becky is trying to comfort Imogen about her Jack situation. Oh, yeah. I guess Imogen and Jack, like, kind of talked it out. And they're like, well, are we going to make it work or something? Yeah. And Imogen is clearly just being like, I guess it's fine. Yeah. Um, And Becky's like, I, I just, she's, like, speaking from experience about, like, when I, like, kind of kept things hidden with Adam, I know it really hurt his feelings. Like, I don't know. Maybe you should think about this more about how it will actually affect things between the two of you yep um and then we find out oh then this is when drew comes over for his like five seconds in the episode and tells imogen that she and jack are nominated for the best couple and like against dallas and Allie, basically and they took are there any other couples uh, probably not what about jenna and connor i would vote for them me too didn't they win or didn't they try to win like some kind of dance king and queen at one point? Yeah. This year has been so long. I don't know what's happening anymore. Um, and then he says to Becky, you and Guyliner did not make the ballot, Becky. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then walks away. He is not sorry. He is not over it. And then, and then Imogen gets very excited. And I'm like, girl, if this is going in the yearbook, Jack is not going to be on board. Also, it is too late to put anything in the yearbook at this point in no, the year. Superlatives are done at the beginning. They're done at the beginning. And all, like, and this is why prom never makes it into the yearbook because it's too late. That's why I think that's why homecoming king and queen was a much bigger deal at my school because it made it into the yearbook. Makes prom, sense. no one gave a shit about because it's like announced in the middle of the dance and it's right before everyone's leaving for summer anyway. And you didn't get your picture in the yearbook we had a prom king and queen <laughs> again i'm i feel like you probably did you just had your blindness i left early <laughs> yeah so how would you know well that's what i'm saying i don't know if we did i could not tell you if you went to my high school can you tell me someone <laughs> some people from your high school is in the show i think it's true chelsea uh, would I she think know she, i think she also left early <laughs> Um, I, yeah, I could, I could not tell you who my prom king and queen was. Cause I think even when it was announced, no one paid attention. It's like at the end of the dance and everyone's like over it by then and not listening. Yeah. Um, I could probably tell you my homecoming king and queen my senior year. Cause it was a much bigger deal at my school. Yeah. Anyway. Frankie wants to bail on rehearsal so she can study, but then Winston's being annoying and guilt-trippy about it. She's like, fine, I'll go. And I'm like, oh, this is annoying. Super annoying. But also, this compounded with at the beginning when Lola says, I would never, ever want to kiss Winston. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, it's going to come out this episode. (sighs) And it does. Spoiler alert. But we'll get to that. I'm ready. Um, And then where was Zoe and Tristan? And Tristan is like truly her only friend left at this point. I mean, I thought she had some cheerleader people, but like maybe not. I don't know. And she's like, I just want people to stop being mean to me. And I'm like, Zoe. (laughs) pot me kettle seriously <laughs> um and then but then she's like got her skinny face on of how to like win back the masses so they're not mean to her anymore can i point out a really like problematic thing that tristan said yes that maybe i'm hoping i rewinded it and rewatched him say this line three times and to be fair i was a little stoned <laughs> but i'm like pretty sure this is what he said he they're talking he's telling her to give out free french fries oh yeah he was being really fat shaming he said porkers in this school really like french fries yes i rewinded it three times because i was like no yeah no yeah he was it was bad it was very bad. bad it was really bad 
Although I feel like coming from Tristan, it's coming from like a place of deep self-loathing. Yeah, because he used to be a little more overweight and he's like, man, I'm not them anymore. I can be mean to them now because they were mean to me. Kind of mentality, maybe. It's it's not great and it's not an excuse. No. Like, don't act that way. No. Don't act that way. Don't say shit like that. But also I'm like, Tristan, I still love you. (laughs) Um, but then she has a schemy face, which we'll find out about in a second. And then Maya and Zig are stressing out about getting fucking Imagine Dragons tickets. Yeah, what the fuck? But they don't have their phones, so how are they going to get them? Oh, my God. Also, why are these two trying to get Imagine Dragons tickets? I they can't... a thousand percent would want to get Imagine Dragons tickets. I, I like, are you kidding me? I like can't get a read on what these kids are into, and I've never felt older. Two words. <laughs> Whisper hug. They would a thousand percent go to an Imagine Dragons concert. Yeah, but Whisper they Hug was Moe's thing. They were Imagine Dragons. But Whisper Hug was Moe's thing. They were in it willingly. I know. <laughs> I just, I just like, I kind of want them to be cooler than they are. They're not. They like Imagine Dragons. Ugh, this is who they are. A real be f- bummer. Mm, no, I'm not even going to say to be fair, because I think this is probably at, even, like a little bit after like that first initial hit that they had. The yeah. one that was in like the Perks of Being a Wallflower trailer and every yeah. trailer forever. And by this point, that song had been played to death. Radioactive had been in every single like YA sci-fi movie trailer. Like at this point... I feel like we all knew what Imagine Dragons was about, and it wasn't great. Yeah. <laughs> um, at least that that is our opinion. I'm sorry if you like Imagine Dragons. Um, but anyway, Zoe has a stash of prepaid cell phones, and this is her plan. Who paid for these? Probably her. Don't know how. It's wild. Maybe she had some leftover, like, nudes money. And she's come up with a plan to, like, have her stash of phones in the cafeteria. And people just need to ask for a tuna sandwich and then they'll get a phone. And then that's the plan. This is how she's going to get everyone back on her side. Which, fine, whatever. Yeah. And then we're with Lola and Frankie, I think it's it's like right before they have to take this math test. Yeah, and Frankie is not ready. She's and not Lola ready. is a secret math genius yeah. thanks to her new tutor. Her new cute tutor. Yeah. Um, and then, Honestly, I feel like just make all the teachers cute and Lola will be a star. <laughs> Honestly. Um, and then Frankie's like, maybe if I like cry, do you think if I cry, Armstrong will like let me get out of this? And she's like, quick, tell me something sad. And then Lola says... Every day, bees are dying, and no one knows why. Fluffy little bees, dead. I love Lola. I know. I, I know you I'm think starting, she's a cartoon I'm character. I'm starting to warm up to her, like, every episode. I, like, am truly, like, endeared to her worries about the dying bees. I'm also worried about the dying bees. Because it is a problem. Bees. It continues to be a problem. Yeah. I love Lola. And I love her newfound, like, math genius that she's, like, uncovered when someone, like, helped her gave her a helping hand yeah i'm actually slowly coming around to her mm-hmm. um and then they start taking a math test and i'm like god i'm glad i don't have to take tests anymore right i oh. hate math i'm bad at math i was like fine at math i hated science with the fiery passion that was one that like did not compute in my brain i hated both of them yeah they- yeah I was I liked math slightly better, but when it was like easier math, like probability and statistics, and not like I didn't do any of like the pre calculus calculus stuff. Oh, I did pre calculus. I did not go down that road. I, I was like, give me like the English version of math where things can be like in a range. <laughs> yeah, no, I did pre calculus and it broke me. Yeah, that does not sound fun, and I'm glad I didn't do that. Actually, the way that I met like one of my best friends in the whole world, my friend Susie is I it was after math class I had like bombed an exam and I was like I was in the bathroom just crying and I it was my junior year of high school I'm just crying because math used to give me like panic attacks and I had a really mean teacher and 
this like little freshman girl was like are you okay and I was like no and we like talked it out and Aww. we've literally been friends since that's then. so nice yeah yeah I'm glad I never took calculus I hated geometry though that was one where like I did not get it at all geometry I was good at yeah, I feel like we've had this conversation before where it's like your brain either is like algebra or geometry and like you're either good at one or the other. I like shapes. Did not get it. Freaking the- theorems. What are those things called where you have to make lists and shit? I nope. Can't. Didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> didn't get it. This is very specific. <laughs> so Frankie's cheating off of Lola. Yes. Did and we see it. her do that? Yeah. Okay. I must have had my head down because when Armstrong comes out later and was like, you guys both got the exact same grade. I was like, oh, did that happen? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't see that. It's a real subtle camera I was move. busy writing. I'm so glad I'd never have to take a test ever again. Fair. Um, and then this is when, then we're with Imogen and she's got the Jack hair and Jack is like, what are you single white femaleing me now? And she's like, we got to do it. Like, I'm testing it out so we can win best couple, blah, blah, blah. And Jack's like, ooh, yearbook things with us being a couple, not going to happen. Uh, like, we can't do that. Are you kidding me? We just had this conversation about yeah. how I'm not out yet. Yeah. And then Jack, or then Imogen's like, oh, I didn't even think about that. Wait, what about prom? Can we go together? And then Jack's like, I mean, we can go together. And she's like, but, like, as friends and She's like, well, we can't take, like, photos because they'll end up on face range and la, la, la. And Imogen is just, like, really bumming out and is like, oh, okay. I see how this is going to be now. She's kind of facing the, like, the reality, reality of yeah. the situation and, yeah. like, what it actually means for, like, her life mm-hmm. for Jack to not be out to her parents yet. Yeah. And then we're in the cafeteria and Zoe is literally like putting the phones inside of sub rolls and wrapping them in saran wrap, and, which is a pretty good plan. Yeah. And then there's like a montage of people like getting these phones from her. And there's this one girl who like taps her nose. to, And I'm like, just ask for a tuna sandwich. Why are we doing this weird like code that looks like you're asking for drugs? It did look like <laughs> she was asking for drugs. It was super weird. And then, and then I wrote in my notes, remember when Anya did Coke? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot all about Anya doing Coke. Remember I kind of forgot Anya, about Anya. Me too. Remember when Anya went for her college interview, like, coked out of her mind? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Remember? Wait. Oh, my God. My cat's scratching my couch. We have a spoiler for an email we have later, but remember Dr. Chris? <laughs> I truly, sorry, I was petting a cat. I truly forgot all about Dr. Chris. So did I. We're going to read an email during Grapevine later, and there are a lot of bullet points where I'm like, I have no memory of this. <laughs> because, like I said, my brain has expelled them all. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, like, how many phones does she even have? Like, there has to be a limited supply. There are so many people coming up to her for getting phones. Um, but then we're with Dallas. Dallas and Allie are getting, like, couple photos taken by Claire, I guess, for, like, the yearbook because for like to campaign i don't really understand why we're taking photos um and imogen is like jealous of their love and interaction with each other's parents because they're talking about like oh you got to come over for dinner blah 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 i don't know and then she lies to claire and is like oh uh Jack just couldn't make it. We'll do it later. She says and i quote i'll get her to come out tomorrow. Oh goodness. Yeah. Um and then we're with Mr. Armstrong, who, who I assume, who I like wrongfully assumed was going to wrongfully assume so that, that Lola, Lola was the one who yeah. cheated. No, he was pretty like, like, I just, I know one of you did it and I need one of you to come forward. He didn't like make any sweeping accusations, which I appreciated. Armstrong's a good dude. Yeah. Remember rumors and reputations. <laughs> God, the worst. I think that is still one of the worst episodes of all time. Truly. <laughs> So, or at least, at least it was at that point in time, which was not really. We didn't have a lot to compare it to. But there were some real. We were very fond of the early episodes, but there were some real bad ones. Yeah, that was a season one up for sure. Mm-hmm. That was such a weird episode. Rumors and reputation. <laughs> um, but season three. Ah, uh, season three was so good. Holiday. 
Ugh. That's when, like, the Ashley, Craig, Manny love triangle was in full force. It was such good TV. We oh, had so much goodness. passion for this show at one point. I'm um, so sorry. Remember the days? Yeah. My sister recently, her phone broke, and so she's using my old one right now. Oh, I know. She keeps sending me pictures from our old, old conversations. Yeah, she's been going through all my old photos, and I, I was like, remember when I like would actually like edit photos for our Instagram for every single episode? Mm-hmm. And there were so many gems in there of the early days. So good. <laughs> oh, goodness. So good. Anyway... Oh, yeah. So Armstrong's like, you both got an 83 on this test and you got both got all the same like right and wrong answers. Like, obviously, one of you cheated and I need one of you to come forward. Like, until one of you does, you're both getting zeros, which is fair. Yeah. And Lola's like doesn't really get it at first. And she doesn't really get it at all until. No. Yeah. She's like, what? I didn't cheat. What's going on? I don't, like, maybe we're psychic. What's happening? And then I, I think that like she's definitely a dummy, but I think it's also that she's just like she's like she's so pure that she would doesn't assume that Frankie would have cheated. Exactly. Off of her. Like she yeah. believes the best in literally everyone. Yeah. And I think that adds like her naivete like adds to the dumbness. I think she's more naive. than Yeah, she is I think stupid. she's just. Yeah, I don't think she's stupid. She's getting she got an 83 on her math test. She's not stupid. Clearly. Yeah. Um, and she knows about endangered bees. She's pure hearted. She's just a pure hearted girl. And yeah, just wants to believe the best in everybody. Um, but then Frankie and Winston like go off to the side and Frankie admits to him that she cheated. And then he like taps her on the head, which I thought was weird. It's because of the no PDA. Oh, right, I think right, he wanted right, to right, come right, for right, her, right, but right. then couldn't. I keep forgetting about that. Yeah. Because originally I was like, huh? And I was like, oh, right. No PDA. He's like, it's, it'll be fine. I'm sorry. I don't really remember. And then Zoe on. So the plan for this phone thing is like people get these phones from the sandwiches and then when they're done, they drop them off in some like recycling bin. Yeah. So on after lunch, Zoe's on her way to pick up all the phones and then obviously gets caught by Miss Pill. And she's like, girl, I have fucking cameras all over this place. You think I wouldn't find out about this? Seriously. Um. But also, she respects the hustle. Yeah, she's like, you're obviously a smart girl. Like, why don't you apply that to, like, actually being, like, a nice person, basically? And good at school. Yeah. And, and so she gives Zoe, like, one last chance to clean up her act. Um, Zoe, when she grows up, is going to, like, run, like, a Ponzi scheme, right? <laughs> or something. Like, that's, like, 100% what's going to happen. Yeah, maybe. She's going to fuck over a lot of people and make a lot of money. Probably. Okay. I, I mean, I would hope that she uses her powers for good, but she probably won't. She probably won't. She's going to be, like, the head of, like, some kind of multi-level marketing situation. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Selling essential oils and shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, Mary Kay bullshit. Mm-hmm. She's going to get that car. <laughs> Someone tried to rope me into a... I had, like... I, I was looking for... A new job like a while ago it's like kind of shortly out of college and my roommate was like this girl that i used to know is said that like her company is like hiring for something like and i did like a skype interview with her oh, God. and like over the course of the conversation i'm like this is a pyramid scheme <laughs> this is like fully a pyramid scheme and i was like uh-huh i was like i'm gonna need some time to think about it and she like wouldn't stop emailing me for a while yep sounds like pyramid scheme yeah she's like are you interested i was like i'm really not because she she wants you to join so she actually makes money yeah <laughs> i was like no i'm okay anyway i didn't have the heart to tell my roommate that her friend <laughs> who she recommended got roped into a pyramid scheme has been roped into a pyramid scheme yikes she's like whatever happened with that i was like didn't seem like my thing <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't the right path um and then we're with Imogen, who has bought Jack some extremely passive-aggressive books. Yeah, I don't even know if they're passive-aggressive at this it's point. It's just very aggressive. It's all like, how to come out to your family books, basically. When you're a teenager. Yeah. And... Which, I'm sure those are great books and useful, but, like, but like Jack already said that she doesn't want to come out yet. She's not yet. Like, she probably knows what they say. It's. I feel like it's, like... like somewhat equivalent to being like 
You know, smoking's bad for you to someone who smokes. It's like, I fucking, I know the deal. I'm just not ready to quit. I'm not ready to come. Like, it's like shouting your opinion at someone who's already, like, expressed their own opinion about something. is You're just not going to get anywhere. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> but people do that to me all the time. Oh, every, I'm sure. Every single day of my life, like 50 times a day. I it's, mean, and, it, it, and that's in New York. Can you imagine if you lived in California? Oh, it would be a fucking nightmare. <laughs> no, it's like I'll either get like I either get like flat out rudeness or usually from men. You're too beautiful to smoke. Don't you know that's bad for you? Oh, and I'll be surprised. like, this is all brand new information. Thank you so much Thanks for educating me. I had no idea. Um, But then they get into a very serious fight. Imogen is angry because she feels like she has made a lot of compromises in this relationship and feels like Jack hasn't been meeting her halfway and everything's been on Jack's terms. And Jack is upset because Imogen is not accepting the fact that she doesn't want to come out to her parents, which is like a very like personal boundary situation. Yeah. And it's like, I understand where both of them are coming from. Like, Imogen has like has seemed like the person who's made a lot of compromises, and Jack also does not have to come out to her parents, and they kind of come to a fitting conclusion where it's like we cannot see eye to eye. We should probably break up. This like this situation is not what either of us wants right now. Yeah, which makes sense. Yeah, I was just thinking. One, how's Imogen's dad? Yeah, I know. We haven't heard about him in a while. I'm a little worried. I know. And also, I, feel I hope like, he's okay. I feel like I feel like I'm gonna sneeze, and I'm really hoping that I'm not. Um, <laughs> I feel like Imogen like hasn't made as many sacrifices for this relationship as she thinks she has. Like yeah. she was willing to be um, polyamorous, but that's n- true. Not but eternally. She yeah. changed her mind pretty fast. That's true. And I feel like the only thing she really compromised on, if you could call it a compromise, was she forgave or forgived. <laughs> she <laughs> forgave Jack for the um, the like Degrassi nudes. The nudes. Thing. But yeah. other than that, like like she's kept an open mind for sure. I've, yeah, I'm wondering if it's like, I'm wondering if Imogen has just kind of slowly been building up resentment for certain like mm. for like the polyamory thing because that was kind of a weird whiplash yeah. situation and also for the Degrassi nudes it like it seems like like Imogen has always been very willing to like forgive and move on but I'm wondering if like maybe like she, too many she things didn't really too short forget, of a relationship she forgave but didn't really forget type of thing I get that um, and then it all comes out in like one big fight of, four months later yeah so it's I don't like, know. oh, it turns out I wasn't over that thing that I thought I, I was over. I think that they're just not really that suited no. for one another. They're very, very different people. Yeah. They're both very cool, hot ladies, but that is about where it ends. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, you're in high school. Like, you don't have to date your high school person for the rest of your life. You probably no. shouldn't. Usually, you should not. No. Um, Do you think maybe she's like, did she come out because Fiona wanted her to come out? Um, well, I feel like there was maybe a storyline where, like, Fiona, like, outed her. And Imogen was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I wasn't, like, re- I don't even really know what I am. I don't, like, I don't even, I haven't said anything yet. Like, that was not your place. Oh, Fiona outed her at school. Yeah. I think that was it. Because I know that when yeah, that's she, like, hung out with her mom for the first time. She's like, this is my girlfriend, like, to get in her face about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I think, yeah, I think, yeah, they just have, like, a problem with, like, Fiona outing her at school and, like, putting a label on her that, like, Imogen was like, I haven't even really sorted through my feelings yet. Like, don't yeah. go around telling people. Um, but I don't think she was ever, like, hiding it. Because, like, I think she and Fiona were, like, immediately dating and she wasn't hiding any of that. But I think she was just, like, still, like, figuring her shit out. Like, yeah. Like, identity-wise. But I don't know. Again, my memory is fuzzy. Um, but, yeah, so they break up, which I think is probably the right thing to do. Um, and then we're with Zoe in the cafeteria who's, like, trying to... Sc- 
scrape gum off the bottoms of the tables. But, like, she's lying down directly underneath the gum. I don't understand. Like, it's not great. It's going to land on your face, girl. That's all I was thinking the whole time. And she's with Miles. And she's like, "Uh, how do you do it? How do you let yourself become such a loner? Like, how do you not let people get to you? And Miles is like, I just decided that I don't care what they think. Pretty much. Um, Which is either incredible or he's a sociopath. <laughs> I think it's probably a good thing. It's a I, healthier it thing. It is a healthy thing, but also that's hard to do. Oh, I stumbled across a fashion note. Miles' hair looks good. Miles looks good in Miles general. Miles looks good in general. Yeah. What he's is glo- happening? He's glowing up a little bit. He's glowing He's not up. string cheese boy anymore. No, he's glowing the fuck up. He's turning into hot plaid shirt guy before our eyes. Oh, my God. We're watching it happen in real time. Literally. Because this literally. is never ending and we're watching it in real time. This season is bananas timeline. I don't hate the season, though. No, it just feels like very static. It's weird. I don't know. It's weird. It's I don't dislike weird. it. It's just like unsettling sometimes it's weird oh also know. miles says i just know that i'll never please the haters yeah which like good mantra yeah, but silly yeah yep um yeah he's like he's basically just like you have to care less girl like stop playing into like what everyone thinks um and then Frankie confesses to cheating to Armstrong and gets a zero. But then he's pretty cool about it. And he's like, I won't tell your parents. And the, like, final test, which I didn't, I thought the test they just took was supposed to be the final one. Yeah. But I guess they have another one. Makes up, like, 40% of your grade. So you still have a chance to, like, get your grade up again or something. Well, yeah. She got one C and one zero. She's going to be fine. Yeah. If she's been good up until that point. <laughs> well, which I'm based assuming on her reaction to the C, I'm going to say she was. Yeah. And then Frankie goes up to Lola and was like, hey, it was me. I'm the one who cheated. I'm really sorry. I felt really bad about it. I confessed to Armstrong and like, I'm really sorry that I put you in that position. I just didn't want like anything to be between us. I'm sorry or something. Yeah. And then this spurs Lola to come clean about the kiss because she feels very guilty about it. And then good for her. That's what she wanted to do from the beginning. Exactly. And then Winston like comes up behind Frankie and is like, hey. And then Frankie's like, what the fuck? You kissed Lola. And they like break up. She's like, Mm -hmm. you dumped basically. Pretty much. But apparently she's still going to do the musical. Yeah. She's like, I'm only ever talking to you about the musical because she (laughs) still maintains her responsibilities, I guess. Yeah. Respect to Frankie, but then she walks away crying, and I felt yeah, so sad for it's her. It's very sad, and I'm like worried about how this will also affect her friendship with Lola. I can't decide how I feel about Winston right now. It's negative. I I'm know not that. Happy about him? Right no, now. but I'm like, how do I feel about him in general? Is this just fully coloring my opinion on Winston? I feel like I like him some of I the time. Used, I liked him until this happened. Yeah, it was shitty. It was just a weird, random moment of weakness that because he was feeling like insecure i don't know i st- it feels like it's kind of out of character yeah for him. i feel like this is just like we're gonna make this happen to cause drama yeah and yeah i don't know i don't like it but the episode is over spirit squad captain frankie frankie for coming clean i guess and Lola for also coming clean and yes. being good at math. Who knew? Yeah. Ship. Dallas and Allie, because they were the only not insufferable couple in the episode. Yeah. They're probably going to win best couple. Yeah. Like, sure. Um, all right. Grapevine. We asked and you answered about Montreal stuff. Um, at Bunny Wilder. Uh, oh, yeah. On Twitter. Sorry. <laughs> at Bunny Wilder on Twitter said... Montreal is deaf known for bagels, and change in Canada includes one and two dollar coins. So Imogen could have totally paid for that cupcake. True. I totally forgot about, about your super change. badass one and two dollar coins. America's stupid. America is stupid. Can we go to Montreal? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Um, and then we also have an email. The subject line is Degrassi, and it's from J J J. Don't know how to say your name. It's spelled J-A-Y-J. <laughs> Loves it. So I'll get into it. 
Hello, Kelsey and Holland. I just recently started listening to your podcast while I was at work when I got bored of listening to the same songs all the time, and you guys are hilarious. I started watching Degrassi way back at the start of season 10 when I was in eighth grade. That makes me feel so old. <laughs> you were in eighth grade during season 10. I'm a dinosaur. Um, I'm the crypt keeper. <laughs> I don't remember what year that was even supposed to be, but I know I was... When I was in eighth grade, it was like season... Five Degrassi, I think. Maybe. Don't remember. No, um, we couldn't. Oh, yeah. Season three was definitely when I was in sixth grade. I remember that vividly. No, because season one was when I was in sixth grade. No. Mm-hmm. It was like just starting middle school. Season one. Okay, well, that makes sense because I think season three, by the time season, like, I think the seasons weren't just one a year. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. So I sense. think season three, I know for a fact that season three was in sixth grade because <laughs> I have, like, a vivid memory of watching it at my friend's house, uh, like, watching that holiday episode at my oh, friend's such house. Such a good episode. So good. We keep, it all comes back to that episode, man. Anyway, I remember flipping through channels when a Riley and Zane scene from 99 Problems Part 1 caught my attention uh, as a bisexual man, it may as a bisexual male, it may or may not have been mostly Zane that caught my attention. Good taste <laughs> in men. I'm so happy it wasn't Riley. Um, Fuck Riley. Anyways, I watched every new episode. Remember Blue? <laughs> Sorry, oh, that's just yeah. my brain. I forgot about Blue. <laughs> anyways, remember when he wouldn't stop calling Holly J Holly? <laughs> She's like, no, I like it. Barely. I twitches. <laughs> Um, anyways, I watched every new episode that aired that week and was addicted. I spent my weekend watching all of the Degrassi reruns to get caught up. So I started listening to your podcast in the season eight premiere because that's all I saw on Spotify. It was from season eight forward. All of our episodes are on SoundCloud for future reference. I'm pretty sure the first couple on iTunes are starting to like slowly fade away every episode. I think we've hit that wall. But everything should be on SoundCloud. Anyway, now here I am. I just finished listening to your season 10 finale after deciding to rewatch along with you again. And I decided to send an email, so sorry if it's really long. I loved listening to your season 10 reviews. I really wish I would have found this podcast earlier while you guys were still listening to seasons 10 through 12, my favorite seasons. How do you like season 11? I honestly want to know, can you send us, like, your highlights from season 11? Because... That was a rough one for us. Honestly, I've read this. He may not make it until us, like, uh, until us, like, having this recording. Because he's about to start season 11, and he's stoked about it. And I feel like we should send him an email. I feel real bad about that. Can we email him back and be, like, so sorry about season 11? Like, as a a warning, (laughs) season 11 is rough for us. We apologize in advance. Um, maybe we should respond to this because he's probably not going to hear us read this until he catches up. Nope. Um, so here are a few thoughts I had from this season. From the season. I'm guessing that's a season 10. Um, uh, Holly J and Declan used to be the fucking best. Why do they have to turn Declan into a douche? Right. Agreed. Oh, the Anya fake pregnancy plot was hilarious to me. Forgot that happened. I literally <laughs> forgot that happened. Also, it, it was, was kind a, of funny. It was hilarious. It was, it was a like horrible nightmare, and it was super funny. Um, Casey, she got a boob drop. Me and my friend still say this quote to each other sometimes, just because we thought it was fucking hilarious. Do not remember what this quote was from. It was from when the rumor was going around that Claire got a boob job <laughs> when she just got fucking LASIK. <laughs> I did not because I was like, the thing that's different is she's not wearing glasses, which she wears every day. Who says that? Who says Casey? She got a boob job. It's like Dave or something. It might be Jenna or Connor. Don't remember. Can't remember. Didn't remember the entire quote. I truly did not remember how overly dramatic Eclair was at the beginning of their relationship. And continue to be until the very end. So dramatic forever. Jenna shitting herself on top of the pyramid for Power Squad calendar was hilarious. I, totally, I forgot about that. <laughs> I forgot about that. It's still funny, though. I miss Fiona's pet pig, poor Selena. Me too. Uh, Connor's online creeper scares me. Yep. Yep. I really wish they would have kept Wesley around until graduation. Yeah. Poor Wesley. I mean. He took a weird turn <laughs> once he started dating Pogo Girl. Pogo, Pogo Queen. Queen. <laughs> 
Vegas night, the first Degrassi finale I ever watched. Honestly, I was fucking hooked after this episode. Side note, when Fitz yelled, shut up, bitch, at Claire, we probably shouldn't have, but me and my cousin died laughing, then screamed when we thought Eli got stabbed. I forgot about how dramatic that finale was. So dramatic. Was that the one when Adam got shot, or was that a different one? That was a different one. Okay. I that was season eleven because that was the season that was like two different things were happening at once. Right. Two different television right, shows. Right. Wait. Oh god, that, that was season was banana. I think that was eleven. Maybe was, was eleven 12? when Dave and Bianca murdered someone. You mean Drew and Bianca? Drew, whatever. <laughs> Although I like to, I like to think of Dave in the mix. <laughs> no, Dave's dad was the cop. Yeah. <laughs> What season was that? Was that 11 or 12? I know it was the 12. beginning of the season. Anyway. It was like episode one. It was an episode one, like, setup. Dave tasering Wesley made me so mad. Me too. Adam and Fiona, I was all for them being together when they first started. Uh, but then it got bad. Um, Holly J and Jenna fighting over Sav. Why? Do not remember this at all. Unclear. In the slightest. I've totally forgot that Holly J and Sav were a thing for a hot second. Yeah. Was this before or after the Mizzo thing? It was probably before, right? It was before. Yeah. Um, Anya and Dr. Chris, gross. Very gross. Sadie deserved way better than Dave. Don't remember who Sadie is. I think I remember. Oh, she, she played basketball. She was taller than him. It was a whole thing. And he was, like, insecure about their height difference. Right, right, right. Pogo Queen, that is all I will ever call Hannah from now on. Would I would never have been able to tell you what that girl's name was. She's Pogo Queen forever. She's Pogo Queen for eternity. I still think that was one of our best episodes. We need to have Beth back on. <laughs> My needs to come back on, yeah. Um, Eli and Claire were so toxic in season 10. I did not realize that back when I first watched, when I watched the first time. Bro, they continue to be toxic. I feel like they were the most toxic in 11, right? I don't know. Loved hearing your guys' reactions to season 10. We'll probably send another email after I binge listen to season 11 in the next few days. Keep up the great work. Oh, I already see that you started to draft. Keep up the great work. You guys are hilarious. P.S. Love hearing you guys recommend stuff at the end of every episode. So I thought I would leave one for you to hopefully. So hopefully you guys haven't recommended this on a past episode that I forgot about. Anyways, I think you guys would really love the Fosters and would love to hear your guys' thoughts on the show. Um, I don't think I want to go. I want to dive down that Fosters hole. Um, I know Noah Centineo is on it at some point, but like, I don't know if I need to commit myself to that. But I will keep that in mind. <laughs> um, and that is all that the grapevine that we have for today. So if you would like to be featured on a future grapevine segment you can tweet at us at degrassi pod or on instagram at degrassi pod you can send us an email at whatever it takes podcast at gmail.com you can listen to us pretty much anywhere uh but if you're on apple Podcasts, if you could rate review and subscribe that would be super cool um and if you leave us a review we will make up a degrassi inspired fan fiction for you on the show and you can follow me on instagram and twitter at holland tacular and you can follow me on instagram and twitter at kel sucks with a z at the end or you can follow my like uh, shitty uh, stock photography account and that's y.stock and Holland what do you want to recommend to all the humans in in this internet um, over the weekend I binged watched the entire season of Euphoria on HBO and it was really good Zendaya is fucking great it's a good show I liked it does that mean you want to finally answer whatever that question tweet was that we got about Euphoria <laughs> What was that question? I can't remember. Did I say I'll probably never watch it? I, I think we <laughs> said on air that we would never watch it. <laughs> I watched it. I feel like I heard like a lot of people on podcasts I listened to recently were like recommending it. I think it was on my favorite murder and they were like, it's so good. And like enough people were like talking about it that I was finally like, I guess I'll finally like enough people are telling me to watch it and I'll watch it. It was good. All right. I liked it. Good to know. Um, I don't know what that tweet is. I will not be able to find it. <laughs> I'll try to remember it for next week. What about you? I am going to recommend. So they turned my favorite book into an Amazon Prime show, and it's great. Um, it's called Good Omens, <laughs> and it's perfect. Like what book? <laughs> it's perfect. 
A little, a little show called Good Omens. A little show called Good Omens. <laughs> Listen, I have read, Cohabitator was giving me shit. I had to wait. By the way, I had to wait this entire time so that they could finish Good Omens and they're a slow reader. And I was like oh very annoyed. So that's why it's been until now. Um, but it's really good. But I love this book. Like I've read this book once a year, every year since I was 12. So, or 11. The show's good? The show is good. everything you wanted it to be? It is everything I wanted it to be. Is it well cast? It's really well cast. Good. Got John Hamm. Yeah. Michael Sheen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, What's his name? David Tennant. Um, What? That lady from Fargo. Which one? Which Fargo? I can't remember. (laughs) The show or the movie? I can't remember. Francis McDormand? Francis McDormand is the voice of God. Oh, nice. Yeah. I like that you knew right away. I was like, I can't remember. Uh, well, you got to be specific because now there's the Fargo TV show. I know. But um, like, um, it's it's a lot. There's a million people in it and they're all like perfectly cast and it's so well done. And uh, they just like, they, they were like pretty much like very like true to the story. They put in like, they changed a bit in the ending, which I was like, I don't know. But okay and took out like other things but you know you gotta like you gotta snip some you gotta go into an adaptation with a grain of salt and i feel like they did a really really good job the effects are beautiful it's like really well shot i loved it highly recommend good omen this was a really long episode (laughs) we keep doing this by accident (laughs) we've been rambling a lot i think it's because like this is the only time we see each other like at least lately it's yeah. been like literally the only time we've seen each other so we just ramble a lot well we're hanging out friday yes we are and probably, and probably a lot Monday next week and a bunch next week <laughs> so i'll be in your neighborhood yes. and we hung out a bunch um for your birthday, birthday week. week yeah so it's probably a shorter episode that week yeah did we do an episode that or did we skip it because we were like it's your birthday <laughs> i don't think we did i think i think we did an episode yeah, i think we did I think yeah, we, we definitely did because we did an episode and then we went to that show and then we did we do other did we and then your party was that weekend I don't know we did a lot I don't know I just remember we definitely did an episode because I remember thinking you think I can get Allegra to record as a birthday present for me again <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe another time um but all right that is all that we have for you guys today thank you as always to jay for our wonderful theme song and thank all of you for listening goodbye panthers bye panthers